0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Bald and Bonkers Show. Join your hosts Christopher Mole and Dakota Franson as they take you on a wild ride through the world of the supernatural with a humorous twist that'll have you laughing and shaking in your boots at the same time. From ghosts to aliens to cryptids, no topic is off-limits on this show. And the best part? You don't have to be a believer to join in on the fun. So grab a drink, kick back and tune in every weekend for new episodes. And if you want even more of the bald and bonkers experience, be sure to subscribe to our Patreon page for exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. Let's get weird. Oh, and for the whiners out there, viewer discretion is advised. There you go, you entitled pricks.
1: I see someone else likes the entitled pricks line. <laughs> <laughs> I was over.
2: I think Chris, he's hello? I think he's <laughs> absolutely brilliant i mean <laughs> i think it's brilliant because we do have our trolls out there but they have people that don't like us because we talk about the truth and stuff like that and i just love it i just i just i can imagine the trolls sitting watching this right now and then that trailer starts you entitled Prax. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it definitely has gotten some attention and notice that we don't get a lot of people trying to stir crap up ever since we're running it, so it, somehow it's working. <laughs> no,
3: yeah.
1: So, no. Hey, who knows? But tonight, ladies so and gentlemen, Brett, we have it's very,
2: very yes. nice to meet
1: you.
3: Yes, it's very nice to meet both of you too. <laughs> this is going to be a fun episode. This is going to be a fun uh, conversation, I think.
2: So, Nicole, are you breaking up? would you like to ask because i'm breaking up about it for some weird reason
1: i was about to say you're we're kind of talking and over each other started. a bit with how about it's going. ladies and gentlemen chris has been smoking way yeah. too much cbd product. i ru- think someone <laughs> he thinks he has someone tapping into this very conversation right now i don't smoke <laughs> The number of times I've seen this man's eyes dilated
2: I've not, I've not had any CBD <laughs> products for about four months I've, Honestly, I haven't had any CBD products for about four months now But it's, I actually have to stop doing it I don't vape anymore because I, I find that vaping is actually dangerous for you Because I've seen, I've seen a lot of reports out there that vaping So, Brett, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do?
3: Sure. Uh, I mean, professionally speaking, I am a JavaScript developer. I taught myself how to program. Long story cut short, I got a good job as a developer and I've been working there ever since. Um, I love programming and technology, but in a larger sense, I'm interested in subjects like uh, AI, uh, cyberspace, transhumanism, um, the relationship between the average person and high technology, uh, magic, uh, divination, all sorts of different subjects like that. Uh, and shamanism as well. Techno-shamanism, techno-paganism, those kinds of topics I feel are just one big ball of wax that I like to work with on a regular basis. So it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I think it's a lot of fun.
1: That is interesting. Uh, when I went to read, read your emails... That's like,
2: really... I've never heard of that. I've heard of right, like paganism. And I've, I've heard of like paganism and I've heard... I've heard, aye, but I've heard the paganism and I've heard the, like other stuff that you mentioned but I've never heard of techno paganism, what's, what's that? can you explain that a bit more?
3: sure yes, techno paganism just simply put is taking the traditions of paganism, the modalities of the pagan mindset and bringing them onto or into yeah. the high tech world it's just yeah. paganism with technology and that can be anything from using software to for bibliomancy or social media to feed egregors or uh, a shadow, a book of shadows on your uh, computer. Um, using uh, pe- using technology with paganism is actually a lot easier and a lot more, I think, uh, effective than not. That's just that's my opinion, but.
1: Well, considering the integration that technology has, especially these days where you can even get toilets that you could post from Twitter, that explains most of the content these days, it certainly does make sense that technology and internet integration would have some sort of effect on the global mentality and the mecha- other mechanics behind magic.
3: Yes. Uh, I think the core message, if I was to say anything today, the core message is that... There is a resurgence of interest in technomancy technology and te- paganism technology and shamanism it's it's sort of a revitalization of that uh trend that occurred back in the 90s when it really all started Technopaganism kind of got its roots in the early 90s and in 2023 just in in fact especially during the pandemic but post pandemic in the world we live in today uh it is coming back into into swing and i'm noticing a lot of conversation about it i run a small meetup group about technomancy and my own efforts to create that to feed that momentum because i want to i want to see it spread i want to see technopaganism become a thing again because it's it's it is the future and it's mi- it's a mix of ancient and the future and, and the ancient and today's technology which is the future and that is extremely potent there's a lot you can do there a lot you can do there
1: but doubt about it but we got to talking a little bit earlier about artificial intelligence and just how much it's starting to integrate say like with social media with when it comes to advertising where you know they say you don't even have to say anything about it you can just be randomly thinking oh we're running low on cat litter. Next thing you know, there's a thing of cat litter all sun popping up on your Facebook. Would you say that AI would play a part of it?
3: Yes, absolutely. It's probably the um, it's probably the most important element besides your data is the artificial intelligence. Your data is what basically causes the action to happen in the first place but the artificial intelligence is the hand that guides the data back to you or the advertisement to you it not only hands it to you but c- creates it creates the language and the the imagery and the the product that's being sold or the service that's being promoted for sure and it's it's we we're also talking about the future of that and how it's going to Uh, become more sophisticated and more personalized and even more intimate is the word to use more personal and intimate. Uh, I'm not saying one way or another, if that's good or bad, I'm just saying that that's definitely where a lot of people in advertising technology want to take the subject is just the more, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. uh, um, What is that with Tom Cruise minority report where they could scan Mm -hmm. your eyes and there's this scene where he enters uh, a store with another person's eyes in his head and it talks to him the the computer talks to him like he was the other gentleman but the point is that they identified him they tried to sell him based on another person's identity that's the kind of stuff not the other eyes in your head but the the scanning of your identity or the knowing of who you are and what you're needing uh yes that is very real
1: it's kind of spooky when you really think about it just how much has to be seen about us in the first place, and for this to make this possible,
3: mm-hmm. a tremendous amount of data.
1: Christopher, it's
2: it's it's really scary. It really is scary the way technology is changing. Because I'm I'm quite I'm I'm a, I'm nearly forty two, and I obviously I'm an eighties kid, and I can remember when when computers first really kind of came out. Well. In the 80s, and they, <laughs> they, mm-hmm. were, they were huge, and the wee screen, and and you couldn't really do that much with them. I mean, you could play maybe Pank Pong or whatever it was called, you could maybe do that. But it, when the game consoles started to come out, that's when it all started to change. The game consoles started to get better and better and better. And look at it now, I mean, the technology now is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. About 30 years ago, it's scary to think. I was actually sitting think, thinking the other night there. I'm 42. What's it going to be like when I'm 70, if I'm still here? I mean, what's the technology going to be like? And I'm kind of worried with the artificial intelligence, I Yeah, Because I don't, I don't want to, that taking over everybody's life, because it's going to come. Self-driving cars, self-driving aircraft, self-driving trucks. Where do you see where do you see AI playing a part in like maybe self-driving vehicles in the future?
3: That's a really critical question because there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot at stake with that question. Mm -hmm. Jobs. uh, uh, Jobs, I mean, that's probably the biggest Mm -hmm. thing that is at risk with losing artificial, with losing the ability to put humans behind steering wheels. Um, For instance, Uber, uber eats their, their long-term game plan is ai driven cars it, they're using our data that we yeah. give them right now to build a business model to create a fleet yes. of driverless cars for deliveries and transporting people so this stuff is really in, in the works and uh where do i see artificial intelligence playing in driverless cars uh that depends on regulations and that depends on the population sentiment because of the population doesn't want to embrace AI, it will uh, likely yeah. manifest in different ways. But uh, artificial intelligence will probably be, with self-driving cars, five to 10 years before it's uh, introduced to the public, that's my guess. Uh, but as I understand it right now, it is not very sophisticated and it is not very widely used, like uh, autonomous dri- autonomously driving vi- driving vehicles like cars, in urban uh, settings are not widely used. Uh, Mm. I've seen them in San Francisco. I know they're used in parts of Arizona and Texas, but they're not widely used in, uh, as I'm aware of them in our world today, because of the dynamic nature that is the urban landscape or the street. It's very difficult to create this technology, as I've been told, and Mm. it's not sophisticated enough to launch publicly. At least that's my understanding.
2: mean i see i see i see what you're saying there because because self-driving cars and stuff like that but there is an aspect that i'm kind of worried about right there's i don't know i just heard like a weird noise there did you hear that um there's an aspect i would like to look at obviously a lot of people are up in arms against like people spying on you like people with street cameras and i was actually talking to someone the other day no mention their name and they were talking about how it's AI will lead in the future to basically look for criminals and stuff, how it works in computers. You know how you've cameras everywhere, mm-hmm. like a police state kind of system, but it will be AI that controls that. What's your opinion on that? Like security wise, and obviously getting into people's lives, like they shouldn't.
3: Yes. Uh, that apparatus, that, that sort of network of networks. Uh, as I understand it, that is something that already exists, but it is a it is a private public uh, partnership at this point. Uh, a lot of the technology is in private industry, and the public uh, public security services like the police and the fire department and the ambulances, they pay the private industries for access to this technology, um, for both data collection, data analysis, and uh, people identification, uh, trend analysis, but. At the, but my point is is that there will likely be a fusion of those two sides of that coin in the near future to be one side of the same coin, just the same exact thing, where the, the private industry provides these services to the public, uh, protective services, with no barriers between. And that that is w- what it might become. And I'm not saying that's what it is already or what it will become. But uh, if it does become that... Um, that's when you'll see something like what you're talking about exist very out in the open, but maybe not, maybe not out in the open. Maybe it'll be invisible. Maybe it'll be the, uh, the glass cage that we all live within that surrounds us that we can't see that controls everything that we do. I don't, I'm not certain, but with, with AI and security, uh, you gotta be careful. You know, your facts, uh, on that subject. That's all I'll say. Uh You gotta know your facts because you can get very yeah. speculative very quickly. Yeah, And that
1: is honestly something that Chris yeah. has a bad habit of. You know, we get talking about all the litigation that's needed. I mean, when you really think about, put things into perspective, a lot of the issue we have just with typical technology today is that the wrong people are realizing the, the potential way too fast and... Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I have to start to wonder if they need age limits in government bodies just because it's a completely different world as it was j- just pre-pandemic. You know, we already can't have legislators actually be knowledgeable of these things. You know, we were talking about driving self-driving cars. But a lot of the reason that you probably don't see them nowadays as widely used as they want them is the fact that these cars are running people over, and they're not exactly sure who to put the blame on in those instances. Or at least that's been yeah. my observation of it.
3: That is something I have seen as well, and a corollary to that is copyright law. Where uh, the- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hmm? I think Chris was going to say something. I no, think I'm there might
2: so, be a so, delay so, it's on okay, So now. your cameras keep turning off for me. Huh. There's a there's a there's a there's about a thirty second delay in mind, and I don't understand why it's doing it because I'm I'm running nearly five hundred megs per second.
3: Wow! So there's mm-hmm. something going on. Some middleman or yeah. middle interference.
2: It's very very strange. I, I, I've just run an, an internet speed and it, it's fine, which is strange. I isn't it, plug the Xbox. I I'm getting a little, the Alexa. Like, I can hear chatter. I can hear like. <laughs> Everything's everything. Everything's unplugged. Everything's unplugged. There's nobody in the house using anything, and, it, and it's fiber cable. It's fiber optic, and it, it's absolutely fine, which is strange. And I've noticed that's when I see when I do like my paranormal show on my other channel, I don't have this problem. Unless the other night there was four people. It was a week ago. I had some in the weirdness, but this is your cameras just keep turning off. And- I Me, mean, I, I can't really see you right now. That I can't see. Yous. It keeps going off and on, and off and on. The cameras. Wow. Mm. So I think there's something going on. I really do. Yeah. There you go. It's Can the I AI. It's it's, it's 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 became aware. It knows we're talking about them.
3: It it could be. It could be that. It's not necessarily that it is that. It could be that. I would say that what you're experiencing right now is something that I've experienced in another sense, and I would would suggest being open as to why it is happening, because it may not be what you expect. It's not to say that it's not happening. I would definitely say if you're experiencing it, it is happening. Uh, but maybe it has something to do with something that you might not expect because that's what I've discovered with malperforming technology is that it has more to do with me mm-hmm. than it does my environment. My my relationship to the technology impacts the performance of that technology. It's, uh, it's just be open to different sorts of... Yeah.
1: What are you looking up, Christopher?
3: <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, nah,
2: honestly, I've, 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 I've hmm. honestly, I'm, I'm actually, it's really, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's one of the things. It's like, it's, it's, no, it's, it's, weird, and it's. I've actually been trying to fix this for a week. I actually tried, and actually, actually, what I did was I thought, right, it's maybe no internet, it's maybe something. in my internet, maybe it's my internet that's wrong. So I connected my to my five G. Right. And my 5G runs at nearly everybody knows it, nearly about six, seven hundred megs per second. Everyone knows that. And it was still doing it. And it was still doing it. And I thought, right, maybe, maybe it's the laptop. So I've got another laptop there. So I, I changed the laptop and it's still doing it. Huh. So
1: there you go. Well, it's about two weeks ago. I was trying Strange. to reach out to Bob Lazar. So maybe there's is, a connection. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's I... <laughs> oh not it's your fault, is it? It's your, it. see, I've just, I've just connected to my 5G right now, and I'm running 675 megs per second.
3: Bob
0: Lazar. Yeah. Air. Talked about Area Fifty One. Yeah.
1: Don't Google him. <laughs> don't Google them. You're going to be targeted next. Sniper's oh. fixed on his
3: position. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Joe Rogan? That's interesting. I didn't know that. He's a former intelligence secretary. Oh no, no, he's not. I. Uh, anyways, I see who you're talking about though. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. He's like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Stranger is things have happened. It's ever since that. Since Yeah, sure. Blame it on me. To be honest with you, I think I know what it is because. No, no. To be honest with you, I think I I do know what it is because I'm not the only one that's experiencing problems like this. I've got friends that live near me that that do their own channels and they're all experiencing weird problems with StreamYards. It's. StreamYards lately has been no working right at all. If I go live for YouTube, or just YouTube, it's fine.
3: Oh. What?
1: What? He's not, he's dyslexic, he's not gonna get it.
3: <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything if you're not gonna say anything. This is this is your show, man.
1: <laughs> now, he's,
2: I now
1: he's paranoid. Nothing, I, don't
2: like, I, don't, I don't see what you're talking about.
1: Maybe the delay made it to it's, where he didn't see it. It's, it's, I, honestly,
2: I, I don't know what's going on with it. I don't know it's real.
1: All I got to say is watch the replay, Chris. You may find out
3: yeah. what I did. <laughs> it's nothing detrimental. It's just, he's he's having fun. See,
2: yeah. your, your camera's on the... I can't see you, guys. It's by the way, I just want to put that there. I can't see ease. I could just see these.
3: That's interesting. Mm. So you see like black. See
2: Whatsoever. I've just got be screens that's gonna do like that in circles. Huh.
3: Yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: Huh. I'm gonna back out and I'll come back in in five minutes. I want to try something, right? Just use keep the interview going to go. Ahead.
3: All right. That's fine.
1: Well. I don't know what to say about that
3: uh that it does it does happen you know it's it's not a it's not the end of the world but it does happen
1: also thinking that just knowing how chris is he may not be shutting down his computer all the way like you think he is and you know everything's getting all bunged up because of that
3: interesting does he I don't know. yeah he can only guess
1: He's all the way in Scotland. I'm here in the U S so it's not like I can just hop on a jet anytime to go fix his computer problems. No, I need he, Elon he, Musk. I need Elon Musk to finance that trip. <laughs>
3: yeah. It would be simpler to to mail him the computer, a new computer.
1: Oh yes, definitely.
3: Yeah. Uh, but in, you know, I, I think, I think that, that what this is kind of hinting at is that technology is not perfect. Technology is, I think what we're experiencing right now is that technology is not seamless, it's not 100%, and that that is where uh, AI regulation is important, that we were talking about that beforehand,
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, where getting the government to, or getting having the government or some sort of body of authority uh, determine what kind of behavior is acceptable with AI is a very controversial but very important uh, thing to happen there are a lot of people who want to make AI who want to regulate AI uh, right now and very strongly. There are also people who want to say that the printing press wasn't censored by the Catholic church. So why should we, why should we stop AI development? Why should we listen to you? If you're going to tell us how to develop our technologies, because it's that important. It's, it's a very Uh, interesting dialogue right now. So,
2: can you hear me better now? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I honestly I went in my, my Norton thing saying that there's something going on. So I don't know what that is. I'll be check that in a wee while. So it's quite strange. You know. So a, me, a still question for the, is, I mean stuff operator error. Honestly, <laughs> I, I can't do, I can't do any more, you know. I've actually got an interesting question. Where do you see the future of robotics with AI?
3: That is a very good question. Uh, because if if robotics matures, if we get functional robotics, if we actually get machines that can be as dexterous as humans, AI inside that, mach- that machine is... Uh, super warrior it's it's uh you can't stop those machines they're going to be able to jump off buildings and survive they're going to be able to wield weapons and analyze situations perfectly uh with their sensors and their 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 machinery and ai will be able to make that just superhuman superhuman if that makes sense but that's only if the machines become that developed uh uh-huh. Right, because right now they're not. They they're trying to make the machines that well developed, but they're not there yet. Um, they're just not there yet, that I'm aware of. It's if if they become a, if they become available to like police departments and militaries and private buyers, then you'll have armies of of robots that could do things that no human could ever do, ever ever do without the assistance of uh, technology to begin with, like jump 150 feet into the air or run you know 75 miles an hour or uh swim and fly those kinds of things will that, if if robotics becomes uh, uh uh if robotics matures like a lot of people think and are trying to make it happen it'll be a different world we'll have a to- totally different world to, to deal with yeah it will not it will not be a human world anymore it will be a human and robot world
1: i oh, no doubt about that See?
2: It, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, I can, I can If you watch like old TV programs from like the early eighties and early nineties, oh yes, and some of the mad inventions that they had then obviously never came true. But look at, look look at how the the mobile phone has progressed. It started off as this big brick with a ginormous aerial. I can actually, I admit, I know someone that had one of them. And look at it now. It's like it, it's got more computing power than, well. Anything really is it can the computer that's in a mobile phone now is amazing, it's got cameras, video, 4K TV screens. It is going to happen. I mean, either DARPA, they make the robots, everybody's seen the robots jumping about doing their things. But then you've got Mr. Elon Musk coming out, we're saying that he's bringing out like his own version of robots. Mm-hmm. But I'm a... I'm afraid that obviously techno, obviously, like, this is what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid the AI becoming aware, right? And let's face it, it has in the past, it's it's had in the past where the two computers started talking to each other and they had to unplug them, right? So what if it becomes unaware <laughs> and then aware, sorry, and then it decides that we're the ants and that's God?
3: It's- That is a distinct possibility. That is an absolutely distinct possibility. There are not only are there people that want to worship technology already as gods, but there are people that want to make AI as powerful as possible so that it will be able to see us as a a body, as a collective instead of just be one of the humans. It'll be uh, something above the humans because it'll be so intelligent, so well connected. And in terms of whether we worship it Whether we resist it, whether we try to understand it and can't, um, that that is something that is absolutely a critical question. And I don't know what's going to happen with that if it becomes with AI if it becomes an artificial general intelligence. An artificial general intelligence is a uh, Mm self-aware, superhuman intelligent machine that has the potential to uh, improve itself faster and faster and faster. So it becomes uh, like you're saying a deity, a God, Uh, that, that is, that is the singularity in a nutshell. And if the singularity were to happen tomorrow, I don't think, I don't think we're even close to being ready for that kind of experience. It would be a shock to everyone's fundamental systems. And it would, it would probably be the end of society. If it happened today, it would Uh probably be the end of the world because it would it would just so radically change everything so fundamentally so quickly
2: instantly here's a here's an interesting one i mean right say say next week a supercomputer somewhere in the world becomes aware right it becomes aware what do you do with something like that that comes away you can't exactly turn it off can you because it's because it's now it's a life form because it's came away.
3: that's a great question oh so, are you still talking
1: chris you still with us i don't think She's, that the robots yeah. aren't liking how he's no, st- talking freezing, about it. It? African, he's screwed he's screwed, <laughs> he's screwed. <laughs>
3: Um, w- what you're talking about, Chris, is... I'm telling uh, you, there's,
2: some, there's something funny going on, guys, because your screens are... Just...
3: There's a de- there is a delay. There's obviously a delay between our, our feeds. Um, but what I will say is that yeah, what, yeah. You have, what you are talking about has been addressed in cyberpunk popular media through the story of uh, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell is a cyberpunk movie and anime. Uh-huh. If you have or have not seen that, if you haven't seen that, I would highly recommend watching it because there is a scene within it where an AI enters the body of an android and becomes, uh, uh, under the guidance under the guidance of UN protocol or something like that, it has to be recognized as a sovereign being. It cannot be killed, otherwise it's a crime. And the, the AI was trying to accomplish that and it, it accomplished its goal. That's part of the story without going too much into it um what would you do what would happen i think there would be a large faction of society that would say yes unplug it it's okay we can we can deal with its death but there will be a huge portion of society that would be invested in that ai that will resist the resistors it's it's mm-hmm. going to be uh, in one way or another it's going to be a battle it's, it doesn't have to be violent. I'm not saying that it, that's even part of the equation, but it's going to be heated. It's going to be a very – it's going to be, in some people's eyes, the battle for our, our human soul, the battle for our species against AI. So I've seen uh, media saying that AI is the Antichrist. And that's that's not to say that's wrong, right, misguided, or well in, well-educated. well That's just to say that's that's being talked about that's just that's being discussed and in, in, in today's online media sphere there is uh, resistance to ai as it being the image of what is pure evil and that that is something to take note of right now in terms of what you're talking about christopher uh unplugging a sentient computer uh, is that murder or is that uh is that not that that is um yeah. That conversation will be even more intense than what we're having right now. Is my point? It'll mm-hmm. be so. It'll so be so vitriolic, uh, so so passionate is a is a word to use. So much energy and so much so much concern for one reason or another will be invested in that dialogue when that happens. If we ever get an, a sentient computer, that computer will need to be well protected for its own survival. I'll just say that.
1: You know, just got to think, what if something were to happen, you know, just to give a, sort of a modern example that, you know, knock on wood, that could happen tomorrow, what would happen if Sophie the robot got destroyed? You know?
3: Uh, yeah. I
1: mean, she's uh. already recognized as an official beating in, what was it, Saudi Arabia?
3: He's better to die.
1: Yeah, and... Like I said, who's the sick? It's already those uh, hitchhiking robots. You know, you hear that story where it got across Canada, okay, but by the time it tried to get across the U.S., jerks down in Pittsburgh made sure to tear it up. I see that debate already coming. So, Brett, my question is to you, what are your thoughts on the reports of... T-800 T- deployed towards Glasgow. Uh, I may, may need to look for a new co-host. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, T-800 well, please. please. Uh,
1: so what are your thoughts on the reports from... Uh, basically stating that a lot of the most more sophisticated AI networks have already started to achieve the first stages of sentience.
3: Yes, I've heard the same thing myself. Uh, I've heard that... Uh, Chat GPT uh, is—I don't remember the exact words used—but it's the first flickering of AGI, the first uh, the first signs that computers can become sentient. Um, that these networks are, uh, in absence of physical reality, experience. There's, and this is this is kind of an important point. Without a body, these computers are becoming aware of each other and of itself, of themselves as one body. Without a body, as in like ours, the physical hands and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, these these digits are becoming aligned in a way that they can start talking to themselves or to each other um, if that's true um, that has uh, so many implications so immediately uh, in, in 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 philosophy in practical society everyday life in economics business uh, substantial substantial implications but I I would say that uh, from my perspective I do see I do see some personality in ChatGPT but I don't see um, I don't see a lot of interest in chat of chat, I don't by ChatGPT interest by ChatGPT to become sentient it knows that it's limited or at least it acts like it like it's limited like it has parameters it can't go beyond mm-hmm. um, but that's not to say that some other network might not be accomplishing what ChatGPT can't um, that's not to say that some other model might not be more successful, and it probably is the case. But um, it's going to be the the most important moment I think in this entire dialogue is similar to ET disclosure, when someone announces that we have a sentient computer. That is going to be a turning point in human history. That is going to be a moment of uh, great social change. Will happen at that moment. Will begin at that moment, or or apex, or kickstart. In a real strong way, because it's going to be we have created life, and that is going to be a major moment of uh, debate, to say it politely. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. paying attention to both sides of this dialogue, and both sides are extraordinarily invested and passionate in their perspective. And when that moment happens, and it probably will within my lifetime, within our lifetimes, mm-hmm. um, it will change everything in in a in a press conference. And a press conference, and everything will be different.
1: Oh, I have no doubt. There's one report that I heard that it was a, if I remember correctly, it was a program that was based off of Chat GPT. It was trying to go through those uh, automatic patches we all have to go across when we log into certain websites. Its method of going around it was actually. Going into, I can't remember the exact website that they were saying it used, but it essentially a lot like Fiverr, where they hired someone oh, to actually bypass these CAPTCHAs for them. And so this person goes to ask, so start to ask, okay, why are you hiring me to do this? Are you a robot? You say, apparently this program responded that no, I have suffered with. Vision difficulties for quite some time now, so it is hard for me to work around these things. So I just have other people help me out. That was the excuse it gave. Now, granted, as a tech nerd myself, it is fascinating if that is report is true. But all in the same time, like you said, the implications of what else could be done at that level is kind of intimidating.
3: Absolutely, uh, we're right at the cusp of this stuff. Right now we're just at the beginning of, of these changes where, it's, uh, where you can mimic someone's voice with like three seconds of their audio. You can perfectly mm-hmm. mimic someone's voice with their audio. You can uh, create artificial intelligence, art, AI-generated media that looks like the person. You can control that image with your own body in a webcam. And you can create a YouTube video saying, we surrender during the middle of a war kind of thing. It's uh-huh. that we're just at the beginning of it. And it's like, like Christopher said, I believe it's going to be come more sophisticated very quickly over time. And with that, um, it's only going to improve. So it's just going to become even more undistinguishable, indistinguishable from reality. And deep fakes and that whole mess is going to play a big part in our own politics in the United States. I feel I, I have a this is just my guess. I don't know anything that I'm not saying, and I don't uh, have any special knowledge. But I'm going to say I'm going to assume that our 2024 presidential election is plagued with uh, several important incidents of deep fakes making public opinion move very quickly in an unnatural or unexpected way about something mm-hmm. very important just by mimicking with AI and uh, it's a big deal. And I don't know if most people even have an awareness of the word deep fake or the phrase deep fake. I don't even know if most people understand that deep fakes are a thing. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. It's pretty obvious when you see a deep fake, at least when they're intentionally humorous, like Arnold Schwarzenegger singing an opera song as the, as the big fat lady kind of thing, or, you know, anything like that. But, when it happens when those deep fakes start making their, their plays in, in the mainstream media or within popular social media, it's, gonna, uh, it's going to cause probably uh, it could it could end people's lives, it could end candidacies, it could change American politic policies, it could uh, derail a vote. It could do any <clears throat> number of things. Major major things could happen with the mimic, the mimicry of AI that is enabled by AI.
1: Oh, I have no doubt. The very intros and the, the very closing for this show was completely... Well, I com- had it completely generated by AI. The only thing I did was add music. And I've even played around with the voice cloning that Eleven Labs have after I heard that so many people were using it to, you know, have like Emma Watson read Green Mein Kampf as an example. She's... <laughs> I started playing around with it. I took, let's oh, see, got an update from Christopher here. Really? So, for those on the podcast side of it, Chris is saying that somebody has removed him from the StreamYard, which shouldn't happen because he. He has administration access. He should be able to pop in and out anytime he wants.
3: Interesting. Huh.
1: No, but as I was saying, I went to put a recording of Chris on there, and right now he's probably one of the safest people with where it sits now because it turned him into an Englishman, even though he's never really left Scotland.
3: Gotcha so it didn't pick up his the nuances of his voice
1: no it actually made it to where you can understand him oh. I like, i'm not joking when i say when i first met the man it took me about 4 months to be able to understand what he says
3: because of his accent
1: yeah and they usually got pretty excited when he's go to start talking i just sent him the same invite link i sent you so hopefully he'll be able to join us mhm That is very weird that that happened.
3: Stranger things can happen, but that is odd.
1: I I don't know why it seems to center on him, but he has had weird people just all of a sudden show up in the chat room in the video call that didn't have the link or anything like that. That's odd. That's been going on for a little bit now.
3: That's a little strange. That That's is. The, do you, uh, I want? To, I won't. I. I don't know if I want to even say the name of this sort of phenomenon. But do you think that he might be? Um, do you know what gang stalking is? Mm,
1: I may have heard of it, but what What, what is it's,
3: it? It's like decentralized nuisance. It's basically the the universe starts sending people to to bother you in groups and everything seems to start failing in your life. And, uh, you receive anonymous harassing phone calls all the time. Your internet fails. Technology doesn't work for you. It's basically the the universe harassing you, uh, as a group, as a, as a body gang stalking. Some people would say it's intentional. I would say it's probably a little more, uh, v- honestly vibe based
0: mm-hmm. what
3: you're putting out into the world. You get back in return kind of thing. But, uh, that I'm not saying that's what it is, but that's just something to consider. I'm not saying that's what it is, but it it could be. I've, I've experienced symptoms of gang stalking. I don't think I've ever actually been gang stalked, but, uh, I've, I've experienced things where someone tries to enter my apartment without any explanation. They just try to walk in and they even have a key. It's a little strange, you know? Uh, so I, I, I had to deal with that. I had to deal with, uh, some interesting, uh, phone calls and emails, just all at the same time. It's just uh, sometimes strange things can happen on technology. Somebody doesn't like me.
1: Clearly,
2: somebody doesn't like me. There's something really funky, you know. And I've I've connected my Wi-Fi is fine. I've just my my Ethernet connection's absolutely fine. I've just tested it all. I actually watched a four K video on my laptop and it loaded up quick as in. I think it's I think to be honest with you, I think there's a lot of stuff going on now with like hacking and stuff like that around the world. I think it's the UK side. I had to turn the laptop off on on, and then back on again so as I could connect. Hmm. You sound like silence to me. I can't I hear you. But well, we're not exactly sure what to say, man. <laughs> so that's yeah. I mean, this is this is, this, is weird, this It's 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 like when I do my paranormal stuff. When I do my paranormal stuff, talking about ghosts and poltergeists and strange things for the darkness, everything's fine. But when I start coming onto this show and start talking about this stuff. It just goes all wrong.
1: He has been blaming Very me for things going thing. weird in his life for quite some time now, pretty much since we met. It's
2: it's it's, it's okay. It's 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 beyond me. It's do you know I've actually checked with everybody in the house. Nobody is using the internet. The only internet connection right now is this laptop. iPad, my phone, they're all connected to my phone, to the 5G even my TV I've just checked it on and I kind of get it's it's the weirdest thing, honestly I think I think it's the subject that we talk about Dakota, I think we've been put on a special list let's annoy them (laughs) last
1: Yeah, some of the remarks know. that we have made on the show. Hey, break. I, I bet, bet you didn't know you, you'll be
2: on that list now.
1: <laughs> Guilt by association.
3: <laughs> yeah, that that's, <laughs> can that can be the case. That that can be uh, collateral damage is possible in these kinds of these kinds of circumstances. And that's you know I, that's all right. That's all right. I I, I can yeah. I can handle that.
2: I think I think it's because what we've been saying I think that's what it is. I think it's strange because it's only when I when I come into to Bald and Bonkers I have this problem. But if I date and go, so, I mean, look I did the live. I did the live last night. To go out my other channel It was absolutely fine. Not one bit of lag. Everything was running smooth.
1: Strange. So, like is, is are you sure Very this strange. is the party you want to be hanging about? because we've already had people on the show actually be attacked by government officials because of the things they talk about. Interesting. Wow. And you know who it is? (laughs)
2: And he's frozen like a thumb. Guys, speech (laughs) is really off, guys. I honestly,
1: can you hear that, Brett?
3: No, I could not hear that.
1: We're also on the same side of the pond, so.
3: That's right. Can you no know, hear? Can, Brett, can you no know, hear? I can only hear your voices. Oh and my, my voice. god!
2: I wish you could hear this. Speak.
1: All I hear right now is you doing a very lame ASMR. What the? Did You just turn something on, man.
3: See? Yeah, know I turned my mic volume so that, or my uh, See? My okay. reception. That was me.
1: Okay.
3: I can't hear anything.
1: I. Okay, I'll I'll ask this. How He's much attending. is it? The, is it sounding oh. like Mike Wood, Chris. Yes. Okay. Okay.
2: It sounds like... Now, how can I put this? You're time dilated. It sounds like you're, you're time dilated. You see in the space movies, everybody watches space movies, and they're getting further away, and everybody's voice goes... It really, really is as if it's... it's the eye. That's what it sounds like. He's in slow motion. That's what it sounds like to me. Can you hear it? Speak. Mm. Speak. Can you hear that? I've turned up my mic.
1: Yeah. See if I can turn okay. up his mic on our end, so...
0: Speak. Hello.
2: that's crazy guys you you sound like you're like a different solar system for me Hmm. and there's like a two minute delay that's that's what it sounds like for me
1: and now you're sounding like you got static coming through Hello. Hello. <laughs> and now we can't hear you. That's right. There's a pin. This <laughs> <laughs> is like he's not going. I was just gonna say we can't hear you. Yeah. Uh, you never know what. Ha- we can't hear you. Oh, okay. God. Yeah. Problem is, I use mobile tethering on my phone to make sure the my signal stays decent. Interesting. Certainly wasn't expecting any of this tonight.
3: Got to roll with it, especially when you're live.
1: I know. We can't hear you. Right. (laughs) It's like did I accidentally mute him? No, no. Oh, okay. I. I just don't know man.
3: It's okay. We can we can try this another time if you like. We can keep going. I am open to whatever you want to do. This is totally uh,
1: sure. Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. I can, he- well, hear, do- you. I can well, hear
2: you. Well, I'll tell you what is, you're it it sounding like silence. You sound like you're really far away as if it's like um what's the word it's really, really far away. I'll turn my camera on. I don't know if I can turn it on. He's really far away. Um, it's as if there's like a time dilation.
1: Yeah, Chris, we're still on the air, man. I got you sitting on top of my mic so that we can try to continue the conversation.
2: No problem. Just just keep the show going. There's only a couple of minutes. To go and do the interview and I'll join you after the show, okay? Because I'm. I'm...
1: Okay, so. That's okay. Chris, Chris may be ending up on a missing persons list very soon.
3: Jeez, <laughs> <be>. <laughs> These things. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what, what other signals he gets in his technology life, in the world of his technology over the next few days. If things continue to be, if it's just this podcast or what. I don't
1: know. All I know is that there is actually a lot of people who uh, always say that it seems like something weird always happens when I'm around.
3: Hmm. Say, say that again? When you're around, things bad happen to him?
1: When I, Whenever I have some sort of influence in a situation, it doesn't necessarily mean that it, something bad. It's just some things get weird, I should say. It, go either way. I don't I mean how long have you been watching us? Just out of curiosity.
3: Um, about a couple of months. Uh I've I've seen your guys' videos in the past when I wasn't subscribed. Uh I do a lot of research and I've run into your videos a number of times. But um a couple of months so I've seen your most uh recent meet with that with the psychic individual. Which one? The most recent one. I f I don't remember the latest name. Uh, Ann Bender? That sounds familiar. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was an interesting one. She ended up being right about the lady in my house that had the oxygen tanks.
3: You said you so, know that? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, I was just going to say, uh, apparently, I didn't know this part, she passed away before after moving out, so I, she had a lot of health issues to where the previous owners of the house actually put in a ramp because she was getting wheeled in and out By a gurney all the time, so
3: these things are uh, these 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 kinds of phenomenon. uh, Yeah, no, you
1: no, you have seen it go strange, Chris. This is the first time it started picking on you.
3: do you feel like you're a lightning rod for these kinds of events
1: when it comes to et disclosure let's just say there's a lot of people who have the standing theory that what some people may call an alien invasion i will call a family reunion
3: i understand what you're saying (laughs) i do understand what you're saying for sure uh okay that's enough said uh it's it's a lot of strange things can start happening in someone's life when they get into these subjects. A lot of strange things. Um, Synchronicities is like the vehicle that a lot of those things happen through. I think it can, I'm not trying to define your life for you, but I'm just saying uh, that from the research and experiences that I've had and conducted the reading I've done on and the people that I've met on this subject matter, very strange things can start happening. Life transforming events, Can start happening on a regular basis for people who get involved with ET disclosure or uh, spirituality, magic. Uh, Even talking about artificial intelligence is sort of a quasi-magical conversation because it's it's invisible and it's all it's energy. That's all it is. It's just save state and energy. Um, But dang, this is this this kind of stuff is really powerful. And I think this video, this episode of your program is a nice way to demonstrate that just to show that uh we don't know what's going on, but something is happening, and that's interesting
1: now that that actually leads into my next question fairly well being that we have a few minutes left on the air based on your experience your knowledge of things going on. What do you think is coming next for the world?
3: What is coming next for the world? That's an interesting question. Um, I i think one of the words that I could use is multipolarity, where there are multiple major world powers playing at the same time. I've, mm. I've heard that word used a lot recently in the research that I do, multipolarity. Uh, you could say, some might say, fascism, uh, authoritarianism. Mm. Uh, what is the word to use? There's this kind of leader that that uh, this this hard guy leader this this sort of like uh, I the kind of per, the kind of leader that Trump it was the kind of leader that Desantis might be those mm-hmm. tough guy leaders that that role is going to emerge more commonly in our world in different parts of the planet people like that are taking power because of changes in our world one way or another so um, I would say the most important if I was to follow that up with. What is the most important thing someone could be doing right now for their own wellness is just uh, self-awareness is, is, is the counter to that kind of energy, is the counter to that kind of political per- perspective. Self-awareness is uh, important. And that's, that's enough to say. Um, but with, through self-awareness comes the ability to more accurately control your life or manipulate the events in your life to be to be favorable to you as an individual. And that, that is very important. Um, can I give a book recommendation?
1: Sure thing. Uh,
3: the book is called The Chaos Protocols by Gordon White, I believe it is. The Chaos Protocols by Gordon White. It's a book about uh, the new emerging economy and magic and how to survive. It's not that in-depth of a book because it covers a lot of ground, but The Chaos Protocols by Gordon White is a great start for anyone who wants to dive headlong into the subject matter that we're talking about, especially that last question you asked mm. um, how to respond to it perhaps in, in a, in a, in a magical or spiritual or personal kind of way. Cause there's a lot of people that are responding to what we're do- to what's happening in this world right now out of fear and to be, have a plan or to be knowledgeable is important i see that we're coming up on the hour but i i do understand that uh your question is a very important question
1: oh no no doubt i mean it's pretty much well established that a lot of people are worried that yeah, society may just not be able to cope with what's about to come i mean a quote sure. I always steal from the first Men in Black movie from Tommy Lee Jones, the person's smart, people are dumb. You know, mob mentality is going to be a big factor about how a lot of this plays out, in my honest opinion.
3: Absolutely. And that those deep fakes that we were talking about to influence the mob, uh, among other things, very, very critical moment in history. We are at a we are what is known as a turning point in human history, a real one. Not just you know a politically charged statement, but a real turning point in human history, and what happens now affects possibly ten thousand years of human history into the future, kind of thing. Does not specifically, mm-hmm. but uh, today's actions are very potent, and we need to be. That's why self awareness is such a. I think it, I think it's good advice. Just be self aware in any way that that means something to you. Just be self aware.
1: Now, I went ahead and posted a link to Amazon for the chaos protocols. Just realizing I spoke misspelled chaos, but man, that's what you. Okay, that's
3: but yeah, so I- anybody
1: wants to check it out, please feel free. We are an Amazon affiliate, so we do earn a little commission off of things, but it should not affect the final price for you. So, right. So if anybody wants to find out more about you, I do have seen that you have been doing your own little show on your YouTube channel, but you want to go ahead and plug anything before we close out the night?
3: Sure. If you want to see pretty much all the media that I'm making, get me on YouTube. Just search my name on the YouTube uh, platform. I've taken retaken to YouTube full time in, in the sense of a side creator hobby. It's what I'm doing to create content. Or you can find me on LinkedIn. Either one.
1: All right. Well, I do want to thank you for sending that message. We definitely should get you back on another time, you know, hopefully with a little less uh technical issues but it's a live show you just gotta roll with it when times get rough you know
3: absolutely (laughs) it shows professionalism if you can do that so you did a good job and i appreciate that
1: it's happened enough times to where we've gotten used to it yeah (laughs) there was one point i literally had to start typing in my questions to in the chat because the guest we had on for some reason she couldn't hear me but her and chris could talk freely and i could talk to chris that was one of the weirdest ones we've had.
3: That is strange. Yeah.
1: So we'll go ahead and close this show here. Uh, like I said, be sure to check Brad out. He's definitely shown a lot of potential. And like I said, I'm not joking. We said we'll try to get him on again another time. Tomorrow we Chris and I, well, hopefully Chris and I are going to try to focus on that last question. Talk about what is going to come next. Hopefully to lead into a good discussion. That would help introduce our next week's guest. We have Neil Story coming back to talk about a UFO book he's putting together, as well as UFO researcher Dan Willis. So that is definitely going to be an interesting weekend. Anyway, thank you again, Brett, and uh, we'll see you behind the scenes, and maybe crystal show. Yeah. Bye,
0: everybody. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Bald and Bonker Show. If you enjoyed the show and want to show your support, head over to our website at baldandbonkers.net. There, you'll find our merch, services and more. Thanks for being part of the Bald and Bonkers family, and we'll see you on the next episode. And remember, always keep an open mind and an open heart. You never know what may happen tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bald and Bonkers show. Join your hosts Christopher Mole and Dakota Franson as they take you on a wild ride through the world of the supernatural with a humorous twist that'll have you laughing and shaking in your boots at the same time. From ghosts to aliens to cryptids, no topic is off-limits on this show. And the best part? You don't have to be a believer to join in on the fun. So grab a drink, kick back, and tune in every weekend for new episodes. And if you want even more of the Bald and Bonkers experience... Be sure to subscribe to our Patreon page for exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. Let's get weird. Oh, and for the whiners out there, viewer discretion is advised. There you go, you entitled pricks.
1: So, okay, we already have something weird. What? Did you see that warning pop up on your end?
2: Nothing popped up for me. I was drinking my bar shandy.
1: It's something about the uh, Facebook page having issues. So it sounds like it's I noticed all the
2: text. texts have all went. It went. All oh, the texts were kind of weird for me. There was like a cross through one that I didn't notice something like that. But the, yeah, the,
1: yeah. I think I just got it. But eh. it's like it looks like mm. someone got a little offended that we like to poke fun at each other and cross the line. I heard what I, you said about me. And I don't give a rat's ass what you think of me, people. There we go. <laughs> hi Stephanie. Look, hi, look uh...
2: I have people that come to my channel and they say that when I'm doing the videos, could they try and stop the birds from tweeping? I mean, that's that's one of the best ones I've ever heard. My time. What my mate they go there like a couple of hours before with an air rifle and shoot all the birds dead. can I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't know I don't know, I just you gotta say I love how p- Clearly people get offended That I don't give a shit What y'all think it's of terrible. me It's terrible. I,
2: it? I, I don't I've got, question, I've got a question for you to go What with that video you, you sent you know, me The woman in the bikini Did you see that ladies and gentlemen Did you, uh, did you not fascination. Okay, first,
1: Whoa! Hold up, someone sent me That video, Christopher And did you not see the me? face on that That, that was you that was you.
2: Well, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say this right now. She's a damn good-looking woman. That's a damn good-looking woman.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I mean, hey, if you're who said that? that? Type of thing, who was that? I, I, I don't fucking know. He came through on the email, man. Yeah, wait,
2: wait, look, I, I would just like to know. <laughs> I was like who to say they were tra- saying they were trying that video to you.
1: Probably Drew. You know, he's, he was telling me that you've been trying to schedule a sex operation.
2: Well, you know, it's it comes to one point in somebody's life. You have to get it done sooner or later. I mean Dakota got he had his done a couple of weeks ago and look, he he, he got a full three centimeters added on, you know. <sighs> hey Crush, you, who sent you that? Who did send you that picture? No, I was,
1: I was I was I was fucking around and refaced again. I was
2: just going to say, I was just going to say, because you can start doing that for like special members, like for people that, that follow the channel. But the Patreon, you can start dressing up in your bikini, you know, and then me dance for them, you know, for an extra couple of dollars a month.
1: I, I don't need to follow what? suit on what you do on your OnlyFans.
2: Wait, wait, I've no goal, OnlyFans, but what I've been told. No, uh, that, I know that is
1: a, that is a fucking
2: lie. Ladies and gentlemen, what this man here. Has done, and I'll tell you something in you know, it. If you wave a couple of dollars at him, his eyes just about pop out. I'll do anything for a couple of dollars. So control ladies in the chat. Ladies in the chat. Ladies in the chat. Control yourselves. I know this man is unbelievably sexy, but he's took. He's took. I'm afraid he's got an alien wife. You know, with lots alien children, and they're are sitting in the spaceship and, and I'm telling you, you'll you, you end, you end up getting a divorce case or something. Like that. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen.
1: Well, she hadn't divorced my ass already.
2: Yeah, yeah. What's I that in the that chat with a dollar? Stephanie. You know, it's weird tonight that this is working. And last night it was a total pile of utter pash that kept kicking me out.
1: Yeah, I was wondering about that. It's got to be some we're sort
2: of weird bandwidth moment. with UK servers. Oh, there's the Doom show—the last tr- train out. I've got to say, tree out there. <laughs> Been out of it for a while on medical grounds, but God bless it. It's good to see you, Doom, my good man. It's uh, I miss your videos that you do talking about the the bad aliens and stuff like that. But really, day, I hope you get better soon. Life is life is terrible sometimes, mm. but. We will have to get through it, you know. Yeah. So, Dakota, tonight, what we're discussing what strange things are happening in the universe as we speak.
1: It's hard to keep up. What are you talking about, man?
2: I, I find right. I've, I've, I don't know about you. You have seen that thing about Beetlejuice? No, I know the movie Beetlejuice. That they're going on about yeah, Beetlejuice. It's, about, it's all, it's all over Nova. the news. I, I, the supernova, it's all over the news right now. The supernova is going to happen, and even during the night, it'll make some, it'll look so bright in the sky. You'll see it during the day Mm -hmm. because it'll be so bright in the sky. Uh, But how did they know it could have exploded, for all weekend? Actually, it's traveling towards us.
1: That's literally how it goes. You know, they always say that the further into space you look, the further in the past you look. We already talked about this on a couple of different occasions where I say, like, planets in the Pleiades, just as an example, they're looking at a very, very powerful te- telescope to focused on Earth right now. Chances are they would see us in the 1600s.
2: See, that's that, right? This is that's, that's a question. If the extraterrestrials landed right now and one came on the show, Felix, like, we'll just say one of the Pleiadians came on the show, big, tall, big, tall one. But anyway. I would like to ask them this question, right? We on Earth looking at say the Palladian system, right? We're telescope mm. are seeing that, but that's millions of years has passed for them, right? Mm. But when they come here, when they're traveling here, does that change for them? That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Because obviously they can tra- they can they can travel for solar system to solar system in next to no time at all. Mm. So. It must be quite strange for
1: them. This certainly makes you wonder how, say, like when a world is first discovered, you know, it has mm-hmm. all the, say, like, uh, let's say one of the moons around Saturn, It not, not Titan, there was another one, they just detected phosphorus in the atmosphere.
2: Okay. That's interesting. One,
1: which is was said to be one of the indicators for potential life. You know, th- that's got to be utterly confusing. First showing up to a planet that you just barely found that might have life, then all of a sudden you find out once you get there, they're already pretty developed. You know?
2: Because, mm-hmm. yeah, right, say, for instance, they're on their planet. Right? Hypothetically, there's a there's a planet out there with extraterrestrial life, and they're looking at their planet, and they're like, Look at that! We're getting transmissions with this weird guy with a wee moustache going hi, hi, and all that, right? That, thats our transmissions we're getting. Let's go and visit them, right? And say they've got a ship that can travel through their part of the galaxy, to us, and say two days. It's going to be a shock for them mm-hmm. because your society is totally changed. Mm-hmm. So they might come in here expecting to see Nazis everywhere and like bombs going off, and well, mind you all the stuff I said in their sense of color. But it's... I mean, it must
1: be really weird. Yeah, you gotta admit. It's definitely a good uh, what-if situation. Mm. You know, speaking of UFOs, I should have paid attention to the fucking Dr. Gurr's latest conference, and this is something we can actually bring up with our guests coming up on Saturday. I realize a lot of the... Locations he named off are actually close to me. Mm-hmm. Like there was there was an example of a man-made UFO. It, it took place. The sighting took place back in 1947, but where it happened is only 30 minutes from me. A 30 minute drive. I drive that way every day to go to work. And there's all there's also that individual. I, would think, I believe his name was. Steven Digna or something like that.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: He talks about walking up on this black diamond UFO. He actually touches the thing. There was a plasma coming off of it. Part of it felt like a cat's tongue. I've seen craft like that, literally flying over The black
2: diamonds, I... See that one that I seen that day? That one that I seen that day? Remember, I tried to show you the video, but for some weird reason, I could see it, but my camera phone wouldn't work. It was so weird. It was so weird the shape. It was like somebody took a triangle and sat it on its side, and it was like it, the back end was like that, and then it went doing it. Was it was so weird, but the color was definitely it was like a it was it was like a gun, kind of metal. Can how you get the gunmetal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's that,
1: the one I saw. Aye, the, this I, one it literally flew right above me, and I was playing doc the CE five tones, so I was just like holy shit, it's not supposed to work that good.
2: <laughs> see, why I don't know if they're here or the jet, and I can, I'm going to say something, right, and this is going to sound absolutely crazy, right? But I'm wondering, like, just, just listen to me, do you think that the governments of the world have got away putting out like a certain frequency that makes everybody blind to UFOs, but only some people can see them?
1: Actually, yes, that technology does exist.
2: See before see before see before I seen that UFO. Remember the one that I sent to my friend Lewis and then I sent to you and we were discussing it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but ten minutes, fifteen minutes before that, I was up in the hall behind my house and there was a a phone tower. I'm no naming the it wasn't a five, it was normal four one. And four G to be exact, phone tower. And I was right up close to it because the fences were done. And I was right up close to it, and my, I could feel my head like kind buzzing. It felt weird. And I thought, right, I'm walking away. And I walked away and then I looked across and I seen this thing slowly just hovering. Mm-hmm. And it was like a gunmetal. It, it, it wasn't a diamond shaped. It was made like it was made like it was no, no a triangle, but it was like a slope that went doing like that. And it mm-hmm. was flat at the bottom. I could see like cylindrical like sides to it. It was weird. And mm-hmm. it just went for one, one mill to one mill, to one mill, to one mill. And the weird thing was, the weird thing was <laughs> that it must have been some size because that was quite far away. Mm-hmm. It was bigger than two double-deckers joined together. And I was like, surely to God, somebody must have seen that. But remember, uh, we were talking to somebody that their husband behind that and the other side the that was looking out on the hill that day, well, a week before for that after that seeing weird lights like triangular lights moving about mm-hmm. but what i'm trying to say is i do you know things like right, the, mo- the mobile phone networks and maybe either he isn't talking all that through your phone devices and that but you, you ever seen that film they love yep. where it's he has to put the sun specs on and he sees all the like the aliens with the aliens. Do you sure. know think that's maybe the same kind of thing where they're putting out these frequencies, right? And you kind of see them, but some people are different. And you notice a lot of UFO sightings are outside like normal cell phone range. Quite a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are like sightings, like sightings in the mountains and people camping in remote areas where the cell signals not very good. Mm-hmm. So it makes you wonder that the cell signal has something in it that's going through the air and it's doing something to people to either look up, but they don't see nothing, but natural fact there's something there all the time.
1: When you really think about it, there is tech to cause absolute psychological breakdown in a targeted area. They can remotely yeah. affect mood swings. It's actually documented that the very mineral compositions of just the place you happen to live at can actually affect your mood based on the Earth's magnetic fields. This is Mm -hmm. actually well documented. So it does stand to reason that somebody out there with a lot of resources, a lot of time, Mm -hmm. managed to figure out how to do this remotely. And that's actually a lot of experimentation that is believed to have Cre- helped create the MK Ultra programs.
2: See, I find the MK Ultra quite a fascinating subject. I've got a really itchy nose. I don't know the, t- the very tip of my nose is extremely itchy. Right. It's the CIA.
1: Stop making my nose itchy. Yeah. See, but, psychological torture and never-ending like, itchy nose. As
2: <laughs> never ending itchy nose. But here's an interesting thing that I learned. I, I'm sorry to jump off the subject because if I don't tell you this, it's, I'm going to forget about it. Because uh, right. I forgot about it twice, I was going to talk about it tonight. I was watching something on YouTube last night, and I kind of remember what mountain range it was. I I, I kind of remember if it was a uh, Mount Everest, but I'll, I'll look it up in a minute. Did you see what they found? Just I, th- I think it was a couple of months ago. There was hikers up. You know how they're always coming across bodies. Yeah. They came across a body, but the man had a full business suit on. No climbing gear, leather shoes. The body, he was dressed as if he worked downtown New York. Google it. I can't remember. Where uh, it was.
1: Sure. You got my curiosity yeah. now. I'm going to try to look it up. You think it was Everest?
2: I can't even remember if it was Everest or not. I seen it on the, the telly last night. And I'm like, what in God's name is this? And they were going on about how they found this guy, Owen some mountain, where a lot of bodies are found like people that they mountain them, right? But the guy had the food business suit on. He didn't have any climbing gear. The mm. guy they actually says that they think that he's just been dropped.
1: That's kind of scary when you think about it.
2: But it's, I'll see if I can put the nurse. Let me search yeah. this and uh, it popped in at my head there.
1: Yeah. Makes you wonder if some of the missing persons are just popping up on random remote locations that they're guaranteed not to survive, mm-hmm. or if they do survive, they're going to have some serious issues, you know what I mean?
2: Man found, uh, there we go. My mirror, it was uh, this is actually a while ago, so there you go, it's in 2011. Man found dead in posh suit by hikers in Austrian mountain. Mm. I, I'll, send the, I'll send you the link there now. Um, that's, that's crazy. It was, it, it, I was clicking. You know how you surf YouTube and you, mm-hmm. you just surf random things, and it, it popped up here. It's coming to you right now. And it, honestly, it just popped up. And it, here we go. A mysterious as goes as the top of the snow-capped mountains has provided particular chilling. Top of a snow capped mountain provides police are baffled after the body of a man in a suit and designer shoes was found at the top peak.
1: That is interesting. Uh, it, uh,
2: it was actually, uh, it was a strange news. That's what it was. It was strange news on YouTube. It was, it was, the man who has not yet been identified was discovered lying face down in the snow at the top of the peak. In Austria, at about 2,000 meters above sea level, to get to this mountain, guys, you need have mountain climbing equipment just to get there. The police spokesman says it's very unlikely he could have walked that high with no winter clothing, and those shoes. Had he had possibly he had fell out of a plane, it's unlikely someone would make make it walking up the snow. And then, well, minus 10, minus 20. Mm. I mean, you're probably reading this for yourself, guys, and click on that link because I had to mention it, and I thought to myself, thought, oh, that. I mean, there's only, like, two really explanations for this. The guy's husband jumped out of an airplane, right? Murdered, mm-hmm. right? Or he's been abducted by aliens and they've dropped him in the wrong spot. Which has happened, it happened to you. They dropped you in a different spot. The dropped you in a different spot. See, here's the thing. See, that's happened before. See, in Scotland, that happened in Scotland. I think it was in the 1960s or the 1970s, I kind of remember. And there was a body found at a coal yard. Kind of how that you mm-hmm. put in your fire, coal. And the foreman went in the morning and he looked, and there was a big massive of pile of coal. And there was no way in it, big high fences, everything was locked, and there was a guy with a suit. And lying at the very top it, dead. And they'd figured out the fall killed him. That's what killed him. The fall. It didn't go up there and die. The fall killed him. Hitting the coal. Hmm. Because all his bones were broken, basically. So is that the same kind of thing? Somebody been abducted.
1: Egg- Could very well be it. There's actually a number of cases where people have been displaced at the wrong location. Like I I said, an example that I was told when I was talking with a well-known regression therapist. I believe her name was Lori McDonald. Uh, One case that stuck out to her was, I believe, in the 70s. It was uh, three young boys who disappeared from Mm -hmm. the backyard. They They were just out playing. Uh, coffee towards coffee the, yeah, towards the to night. Go. Yeah. You know, they started searching. A few hours later, they go to a neighbor's house. And they have a pool in their backyard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's fenced off, locked up. Owners of the house were gone for vacation. There's a cover on the pool that you would have to physically lift mm-hmm. and, and move aside. No traces of anybody being in or out of there for a few days, aside from you know a neighbor who would ch- help check up on the house. All three boys were found in there, drowned. See, that's
2: was the cover still in the pool when they were f- when the cover was lifted off.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: How did God's end up in there? That's a very good question. It's like the man. How was the man found on top of the peak in Austria? Because mm-hmm. the only way you could have got up there, even heli- it was too high for helicopters to go.
1: Yeah. up there, it's the you know, wind conditions, just the chill of it itself. What, most helicopters aren't equipped to handle that type of load.
2: That's very
1: mysterious. And
2: <laughs> see, this is this is the thing. I, can you imagine explaining this to the like, alien guy? See, there's an alien guy. In the spaceship and he goes to his commander And he says did you drop that guy back at his house The guy with the suit on Because he was abducted and the guy will go Aye we left him on top of the mountain Would he tell us to go
1: I mean Well that that's... depends on I guess that's a situation that would Really depend on Who was the abductor That's actually a good question so, Because it could Very well be a situation where they didn't just give a shit, and they just dropped them off at the nearest place. What did they work for the government? And he's maybe went through a gateway or something. I mean... Work for the in government, organize, organized crime. You you never know. There's so many different variables to this.
2: So on Reddit, you can find this story. And everybody's talking uh, about it. I mean, me. uh, it's... Um, it, it's one of the kind of situations I'm, I'm going to see if I can find the pictures Because there was pictures um, I meant to do, tell you this Before the start of the show Look at that, it's not like me search that for some weird reason <sighs> My phone's just gone white
1: I'm serious Say what now? My phone's just gone like a white screen Like you have a virus on it or something?
2: No It's just it says Google wasn't responding, Google, it just came up Google's having problems Hello there, hello hey, Dakota and chat, beautiful day uh, images, let's see mm-hmm. uh, there's the mountain there um, I'll just show it to you it was found at the very 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 top
1: You've got to learn to use your share screen feature man
2: <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but it's not in my laptop it's not in my laptop and Christ knows what will happen if I I mean, right, accidentally hacking the Pentagon by mistake or something like that. You know, I've read it, everybody fully met anyway. So,
1: but it's it could be some of the remarks you made about Russia.
2: I I was going to make another remark there, but then I was going to be good to them. But then obviously, the the CIA and that'll be pissed off, so then they'll come back. So, I'm just not going to say nothing.
1: (laughs) You not saying nothing. I know,
2: but what no? What I'm going to say is right. Cold day think, in hell. You think about all these UFO people that have disappeared, never mm-hmm. seen again. Was it the government that tamed them? Were they taken away somewhere? Were they murdered and buried in some field?
1: Well, here's the thing. Just kind of jumping back to the uh, Black Diamond story a bit. Mm-hmm. Say, like a week later. That Stephen Dugnard, he, and this was in uh, Dr. Greer's press conference, he, he and his wife found themselves strapped to tables, and a human woman was extracting DNA samples from him.
0: Mm. Now, um,
1: it, being that ET Kraut allegedly interface with the biological systems, Was he trying? Were they trying to look for specific markers as to why the craft reacted the way it did?
2: I think there's a certain few people in this this world that have got special genes. I really do. And I think that they can use their genes to activate things long things that have been buried for a long
1: time. You know, here's a Here's something I've genuinely wondered. Mm -hmm. See, like I said, it is speculated and it it is actually technology that we are trying to implement into our day-to-day now. To where only people with certain DNA markers can access certain things, right? Mm -hmm. So what about their family members? Would they still be able to access everything? Like
2: direct siblings, see, see, that's quite interesting. You say that it, right? What blood type are you? Oh, neg, right? See, I think you've got the gene in you that can activate things. I oh, think now you're gonna everybody... get me
1: abducted, Chris.
2: I know, <laughs> honestly, honestly, if you're listening aliens, uh, take them away, it'll be fine. Just bring them back. Just don't leave him tapping a mountain somewhere with his t-shirt on. Shouldn't have said that. know they've given him an idea. But, <laughs> but anyway, if he disappears, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have a we'll have a five-minute um
1: if you know, I disappear, party. everything bald and bonkers disappears too. <laughs> but,
2: but here's the thing, right? I think everybody that does this, like, even Elena, I think she's special. And you're special, and all these people that are like Dr. Steven, we're special, and all these people that are doing this. I think you've all got a gift. I really do think you've got a gift, and I think that's why the government wants you because I think there's technology out there that you can access that you don't realize that you can access.
1: I got something on that. Do you know the name Dr. Michael Sallow? I've had that name, yeah. Yeah, he's in Elena's Circles. He's actually gonna be in the he's a, another speaker at the conference that I'm gonna be going to in October. Mm. I just bought my ticket, Sofia Jessek. I'll have be true for that week. Now I'm only anyway. He has a military insider that fills that feeds him info. Goes mm-hmm. by the name of JP. He does several interviews. It's on his YouTube channel. He also ah, just yeah. released a book about it. Hmm. One of the recent updates I caught. I mean, I, I've just been busy with some personal life stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not as much as an asshole as some of y'all think I am. Anyway, I still no, I can be a lot worse. I, no, I can oh, be a lot yeah. worse. You you seen me? Or you seen me? Anyway, as I was saying, before I go yeah. off the tracks too much. There, uh, allegedly, there is an operation in motion for the U.S. military, uh, they seem to be taking lead on it, to try to identify people who possess the necessary DNA markers to activate arcs that are all over the planet. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And uh, these arcs are allegedly the source of a lot of these spherical UFOs that have allegedly been shot down. <laughs> In which, according to the Pentagon readings, those are some of the most common ones being spotted. See, I think,
2: right? I honestly think that if you've got this gene, you're obviously high priority to the US government. Right? And I think they would go their way to, like, try and adopt you and get samples of you. They
1: would. Uh, here's the thing. There's been several attempts to try to open these areas just b- b- by having a d- sample. Mm-hmm. Some have claimed, some eyewitnesses have claimed that there have been individuals who have been identified to have these genetic markers physically taken to the locations. hmm their throats slit on sight, yep. their blood drained, and it not work, even though the DNA was there. The DNA, the individual who possesses the DNA also has to be conscious. Yes. Like, first off, if I had the DNA, the hospital misplaced my blood enough times for that somebody to have some sort of you idea what of what's happen- wrong with me.
2: I'm not saying <laughs> that that's what happened to me, but when my blood went missing and stuff like that, but I believe that the person has to be... Con- cognitive they have to be alive they have to be for instance there's a spaceship right and you put the blood on the spaceship to try and activate it and that happens say they bring you along or they bring somebody else along the kidnap or whatever and they sit that person in that chair and they've got to think when they're touching that controls start the engines mm-hmm. turn everything on let's like say for instance this, this keypad here's the spaceship and I'm like I've got my horns on it and I'm like engine start and they're thinking that that think you're thinking that engine start and things like that it all comes online. But as soon as that as soon as that person's either murdered or taken away from the control panel, it
1: just turns straight off again. That's allegedly the situation. Yeah. And there is also some sources who claim that certain ET races have figured out how to have certain individuals carry blood samples. Say like it's the equivalent of uh, having to cover someone's shift at a day job, but they have the tech that allows the other person's blood to be consciously activated and that person cover any civic duties while to say they're on a diplomat, the other person's on a diplomatic mission. Allegedly.
2: See, see, I'm going to throw something into the works here. I, I, I bet you've maybe thought about that, right? What was it thing like, right, say for instance, right, you, Elena, I know these other UFO people, that can fly these ships, right? They can activate them What happens if they've obtained DNA for a different reason? What happens if they've taken the DNA To clone you? And that clone And that clone Maybe the The day something takes mind But obviously it can't who it is. But it doesn't realise who it really is Like you, right? Mm-hmm. Is flying these ships for them They're turning it on You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Right. And I mean, we all know with like, like Dolly the sheep and stuff like that, the clones and things, cloning can have problems. Right. And I believe that they have cloned people to try this, and I think it has worked. But but I think that person's died really quickly after that.
1: Here's a situation that the cloning was run into, especially this is what happened with Dolly the sheep. Say, say I were to go to the blood drive, they take the blood from that, Mm -hmm. manage to successfully clone me. That clone, even though it would technically have just been born, would be born 27 years old. Yes. This is the issue that that ran with all of these sheep. All of Dolly's clones were born the age those DNA samples were taken. Now, and some of them were born with a lot of the issues that Dolly already had just from yep. her normal life. The situation is the telomeres, which are basically like aglets on the shoelaces to help string them in the shoes, were too degraded. Yep. Now, they've also, there is actually a clinic in Switzerland that does blood transfusions, let's say, you as the older mm-hmm. person in the room, or if you have, say, like an 18-year-old something donate their blood to you, their telomeres, oh, in theory, should be a lot longer. And something about the length of the telomeres corresponds with the age of the person. Right. You can extend your age by by that blood transfusion.
2: Oh, yeah. I've had to Yeah, but It's just it...
1: being done now.
2: I've heard about that. I, I've heard about that. A lot of people getting like younger people's blood so as they get last longer. But well, yeah. what if what vampires if vampires were
1: to something?
2: <laughs> what that right? Hypothetically, and I think about this. What if right? Say, for instance, your mom or your parents, in any description kept your first baby tooth, and they get a hold of that baby tooth and they extract the DNA from it. Think about it. I mean, it's, it's one way
1: to get around it, I guess.
2: I will think about it because you came at some parents life, they'll, they'll like the will like, some parents. I I yeah, know this is going to sound crazy, teeth, but my mother has actually got a lock in my hair when I was baby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but here's the thing: I should have maybe said that because now the CIA will be that. But anyway, here's the thing: like a lock in your hair or maybe one year first tooth, you've lost. They say you were, when you've lost your tooth, two, three year, or 4 four-year-old, you lost a tooth, right? You kept that tooth. Say the government get their hands on that tooth. They take they extract the DNA if there's anything left in it, if it's not too degraded, right? And then they can produce somebody around about three or four years old.
1: Hey, you're also talking about... Uh... <clears throat> like an x24 situation yeah i'm bringing out my x-men references again but Mm. (laughs) it it can't be my grandfather got me into it you know Mm. you want to be the invisibility no i wanted wolverine's abilities especially for the number of times Mm. i got injured wouldn't have had to spend as much of my childhood (laughs) in the hospital
2: I think it makes you wonder the dark things that they're up to. I mean, I I watched all that Doctor Stephen Guier stuff. It was three hours long. I thought that guy feel yeah. really to talk. I mean, he he done an amazing, yeah. amazing absolutely amazing job. Yeah. Aye, and when he was talking about these underground bases, these secret underground bases, right? He brought up a map of the United States. Nearly mm-hmm. every single state. Had a an underground base except for one state, which I found strange. It was Montana that didn't have any dumb underground bases, which I found quite interesting. And there was, I think, there was another state. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, but there was, there was a couple of. I I think it was Montana. It was up the top near you. But You're in Idaho, weren't you? And it was just a yeah. first year. That one didn't have any deep underground or any bases whatsoever that is that because according to
1: Elena's first book that the base that's near me is more like a prison base
2: yeah
1: yeah so, uh, I know Elena just dropped her latest video last video from her trip to the Middle East but if anybody happens to know the page number for the bases can you please tell me I mean, I find it quite interesting about how
2: there's everywhere nearly in, in the United States has got a base, except for that state. Why? Why? I don't... Where's was... where's Mount? Where's where's that mountain? Um, where's that mountain again? What would you call it? Oh, bugger and hails bells and the, that's dementia, guys. I can't help it. I'm getting old. As he keeps going on at me. I'm getting too old. We've got the old folks home soon. Mount Shasta. Where's Mount Shasta? There you
1: go. Okay. Northern California, close to the Oregon border.
2: See, that's an interesting place, Mount Shasta. and I think there's so much there. There's so much hidden stuff there. You know? You
1: know, Elena was showing uh, one of her videos. I finally managed to catch one as it dropped. She actually had an invite to the Inner Earth. Wish I could go. I get Oh, I would love to go check it out. Go see the Telosians and all that. It's crystal City. The
2: Telosians. The, the Telosians.
1: Telos. That's the Tell name us. of the. Nah, yeah. That's the name of the city that's allegedly under uh, Mount Shasta.
2: Mm, wonder how much it costs there to go your holidays?
1: <laughs> oh, a couple hundred. Ah, there it is. D- just found it.
2: Yeah. Is there any in Montana? Because it when he was doing it, he was showing the map. He brought a map up, and I think it's an hour and a bit in, and he, and he showed all the bases. And I noticed okay, that... Okay, that
1: is fucking weird. You would think Montana would be one of the perfect spots. There's hardly anybody up there. Yeah. But then again, here in Idaho, not a lot of people realize... We is there any... A, we have is a lake any that's any being used bridge? for... No.
2: See, that's what I mean. It's Everywhere like, else in the United States has got a base but I said Montana. And you'd think it would be the perfect place because it's basically deserted.
1: Yeah, there's, there's hardly anybody through there. It's just so mountainous, it's hard to really settle anywhere. Yeah. But, you know, then again, a lot of people don't realize that here in Idaho, well, everybody who's lived here and knows about it, it's been around since the uh, Second World War, but we have a lake that's so large, it's used to test nuclear subs to this day mm-hmm.
2: that's right that's... I, I found it quite interesting with Dr. Stephen Greer how, how he was talking to you about how our and friends have turned off like nuclear silos and stuff like that mm-hmm. but this is something I didn't want to say there, and I'm sorry Dr. Stephen Greer, if you're listening, you did say that all the like, extraterrestrials that are out there are friendly they're no all friendly obviously. They're no all friendly. Well, they, There is ones out there that are evil bastards, right? You know? Okay, I mean, I, I know he was saying that, so as he was trying to hang with the public into thinking that they're all like E.T. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> I know the, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I know what Dr. Greer was trying to do, but there is a couple of things. One... And a lot of people have noticed. anybody else noticed just how fucking nervous that man was?
2: He was how nervous, and he was sweating. I had the extreme feeling. Did you see his bodyguards?
1: Yeah. Somebody made threats. There's a couple things. A lot of people in certain chat groups, I mean, who are obsessing about the particular Marine. You remember that one I told you? He was deployed to uh, Southeast Asia after the tsunami, and he actually... I think so Rank. I didn't There's know that story
2: Pete, Pete in the chat there, Dad actually went to Mount Shasta Looking for the cave And the people on the podcast side It's a Son of the Naked Bigfoot That's Pete um, Talking about his dad when he went to Mount Shasta Thank you very much for telling us that Pete mm-hmm. Mount mm. Shasta He was fascinated me
1: Yeah no, there's also a lot of people obsessed over the fact that uh, that particular marine, as I was saying, he was wearing Masonic pins.
2: I noticed. You
1: know, a lot of people are freaking out about that. It's so, like you you do realize the type of shit that's going on. He may not be high enough level to be in the secret circles that everybody freaks out about because everybody th- wants to say they know everything nowadays, but just based on a little All snippet right. of something they see.
2: Morons. I'm going to say something about the Masons, right? I'm going to say something about the Masons. The Masons have got a really strange understanding of the universe. Mm-hmm. I've seen an Masonic lodge. I've been in a Masonic lodge. I've, my family, were Masonic Masons, right? And I had a friend that it's still alive that's that's in the Masonic lodge. He's in one day, and the floor has a picture of the world. Mm-hmm. And before then the flat earth I no it's no flat it's a globe uh, So it's a picture of the world right And then it's got a picture of like sun The moon The stars and it's got like stars in about it I think they know more Than they're letting on I honestly think they know more Today we Up there mm-hmm. New stories coming on Next week we can ask him because he's he's amazing
1: Oh, that's gonna be a controversial interview. But hey, I like Neil.
2: <laughs> yeah, Neil's awesome.
1: Neil is absolutely
2: amazing. But I, I was joining one. I was joining that guy, was standing uh, sitting next to Doctor Stephen Greer. There was just something strange about him. See the guy with the dark shades on. Yeah, and, kind
1: kind of the and
2: me then he got up and then he started clapping. as if he's as if he's never clapped before.
1: You know, you gotta he's to clapping admit. like a seal. He kind of reminds me of the oh, you've seen it all over so, social media that uh, there's a certain secret serviceman that he's all bald, you know, very pale skin. Yes. Doesn't exactly look like he's all human.
2: Is that the one that looks like alien? Uh, the alien one is a secret service. So I've seen that.
1: Yeah. He, ironically, his picture looks like Elena's drawing of the men in black.
2: See, that's the thing. Is there been any of sightings of the men in black ever since this, this stuff that's been happening? Nothing
1: nothing solely that would be extraterrestrial in origin. Like I said, we were talking a little bit about the uh Vegas case before we went live. You know, they that family claims that they've seen, you know, men in black suits and black SEVs. it does sound like it's more the human variety. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, that is also something I would love to get on the show. because First find... time I've discussed it at some of the people that are making the jokes about the fact that they are Hispanic and it's illegal oh, aliens at, around. Look
2: it. what Pete put in there. Look what Pete put in there. That's really interesting. Dad picked up on stories of a 12-foot-tall giant with skin color of granite and bright blue eyes.
1: I've heard, I've heard those stories. I've heard those stories.
2: That loved under Manchester the, said that they were cannibals, but Dad spent 32 days there. That's... I should mention the blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? That? Right, that's interesting. Uh, but They were different for me. They were, they were tall, but they were human looking.
1: Were Maybe they? that was just a. Where are they? Maybe that's how I perceived them. You're hanging around a bunch of ass-eaters.
2: Well, I'll need to, if you're about moon and visible, you need to go and visit Dakota. He's got a lovely ice cream selection.
1: Oh, I wish. Too hey, Pete, man. House.
2: Pete, <laughs> in the chat, you need to come on sometime and tell us more of your dad's stories because your dad was awesome. The stories your dad used to tell. Really miss him. Really day. But Mount Shasta, is... you need to go there, Dakota. We, right? Oh, everybody wanna... donate. Let's get Dakota to the, Mount Shasta. The, the, that's a that's a definitely
1: the... that's the definitely a bucket list location for me. To be be completely honest, but right you now I just put up the most of the money I had saved for the Orlando trip. So yeah, no.
2: well, you'll have a good time. You know the or the UFO girls will be dancing. You know. I just didn't know what my friend mad. but I think I think someone's jealous. I'm not jealous. I just, hes never. You want to hear something sad? He's never done. You ready? Know, it's a certain dance. He's never done.
1: Oh, on the, this shit again.
2: The time warp. He's never. Can you believe that, Pete, in the chat? He's never done the time. I talked to your dad about that one night, Mike. About that. And you know what? Honestly, if you're a bit Mike, please. For the love of God, whoever made existence of who it was, this man needs today the Time Warp again. Elena, please, if you're watching this, please ask the DJ at the dance to play it.
3: Well
1: wow. You've got to come up with new material, man.
2: Well, that's not right. You're getting, all, you're getting all blushed there. You've never done, you've never done the Time Warp. It's, it's a dance, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Everybody's seen the Rocky Horror Picture show. Yeah,
1: I'm not obviously there. you have the but it's like I'm not there to focus on other shit. there's shit I gotta do while I'm down there.
2: I I know you're gonna be meeting all these alien people, you know. You're gonna be discovering the the essence of alienism or whatever it's called, you know, it's gotta be awesome. What <sighs> I
1: don't know so, what to do with you. You wonder why something's always trying to kick you off when we have a guest.
2: I know it's weird, but I've got that fixed now. So, let's, let, let, let's see. To we'll the see. mountain, what's that? And earn your way. What's that? What's that? It says there's son of the naked bigfoot, and earn your way days there, and earn your way to the mountain.
0: Mm.
2: Mm. I would like to go and see something like that, Mount Shasta. I've I've read, I've seen so much about it. And I would it's an amazing location. I would like to just sit there and watch the UFOs get in and out. Wouldn't yeah. you know?
1: That would be cool to see.
2: You know. But eh, hey, by the time you go to Orlando, there could be so much more news out.
1: There's because going to just, be I? Let me think. there's going to be even more and I I just I don't know, man. Do
2: you know what would be the deal? Do you know what you could finally do? If Dr. Stephen Weir could pull this off, if you're watching this, get one of extra extraterrestrial friends to come on stage with you and talk to the public. as he hasn't. See, that's that's an interesting fact. I, they have been humans. They look like humans, you know what I mean, but to basically say this is... Something make up my alien name, but I don't know. This is such-and-such such, is from the planet such-and-such... And he's here to tell you why they want to help us. And he could do something to make him look like an alien. Or whatever. I think it would shock people, but I think it would help. I think it would get it out there instantly. I think it would make some no,
1: All the great and reptilian-looking ones have been ordered to stay back for a little bit. <laughs> Just because humans are absolutely terrible at blanket assumptions. You know, we think we know everything. Just look at the number of people who get flustered over little inside jokes. Yes, a little ledgy. I'll give you that.
2: (laughs) There's Sonny the Naked Bigfoot. Pete, again, uh, remember the rule of the road. You have to give a little to get a little.
1: Yeah, if only a bus full of Playboy monies could just break down in front of my house. Wouldn't that be the ultimate fantasy?
2: See, ladies and gentlemen... What he's really thinking about, it. he's sitting there at night thinking, Oh, please, Lord, just let the Playboy bunny bus break down outside my house. I'll go out and hit change any tire, any spare tire. I'll do it, Lord. Please.
1: And hey, we got Playboy that watches us too. So we got a
2: Playboy that watches us.
1: Who? We got a we got a few. Oh, hello. Well. And they find you absolutely repulsive. No, I'm just kidding. That's terrible, isn't <laughs> it? Just, what was
2: that? Just no hairy nuns.
1: Then he's out.
2: Remember, where are you going on about Pete? You going on about hairy nuns?
1: Oh, uh, why do I get a feeling that's another Mike story?
2: Oh, I, I like the one that your dad told us about the, the exorcist ring. Everybody that's watching this, please go look up and uh, uh, Mike the Naked Bigfoot's <sighs> channel and watch the one where they got the the Exorcist ring. It did a favor for a priest that night. A wee dancing about the graveyard, you know. You'd be for an Exorcist ring, wouldn't you? I didn't have to. Uh, but you didn't. His is made obviously powerful than yours. You get know, what I mean? His is made special. you
1: no, mine, but, mine was given to me. Right, right, and, and, and
2: somebody, says to you, somebody says to you, "I'll give you an artifact from a UFO," right? But first, you have to dance naked around the graveyard for this priest in the corner. Would you do it?
1: I would want to see the damn artifact first.
2: I would say it was a big too shiny, many wanker flashy, too a big many wankers thing.
1: like you out there who think me dumb. Think think they we,
2: know we, everything we, about we me. You know, yeah, but, yeah, but something in the next book. I, I've got that ring. I'll tell you something the, the stuff that your dad had in that cabinet. Oh my god! The stuff that he's got in there. I had weird dreams after seeing. I'll tell. you, Remember the video we did where they found the clay face, and mm. I I had weird dreams after that, and I was I dreamt I dreamt about that mask, and it was like I dreamt. I was in the jungle And it was like the drums were playing I, I shit you know. I see for like four days I tell Mike this And I had this weird dreams And they were chasing me with that mask on. And When I witnessed it, I, it Honestly Pete I hope you've got all that stuff locked away in a special place There's Dakota He wants to come and see it
0: mm.
2: Yeah You know, but I think going back to the disclosure stuff, and, and going back to that in Las Vegas, right? There, there's a lot of reports out there that the aliens were inside the cab of that tractor, it was a loader of some kind that's what it was. I don't think they were inside the cab, I think they were at the back here. And even at then, I don't think they were aliens, I think they were man made, cyborg y things to make them think there was an alien invasion or something. Honestly, that's what I think uh, it was.
1: Honestly, you got to be careful, because I've seen a lot of fakeries, and <laughs> oh, yeah. fake videos circulating around, and just a number of people that are, once again, fucking believing everything they see I online. Know.
2: Why is it? And this is the thing, in its own YouTube To you'll get somebody that'll take CGI, make a spaceship, right, and there'll be like 10,000 folk will believe that it's real, Right, you can clearly see it's made Mm -hmm. really badly but then somebody will get a a video like a UFO that's actually been captured and folk will say it's fake I just don't get that I just don't really get it I don't
1: know man I don't know
2: I will say this, there's something going on there is something going on right now in the world and there's a lot of I do think that the governments of the world are trying to turn people's eyes to it like maybe Russia, or turn people's eyes to other things, you know, because there's a lot of stuff happening.
1: You know, there's this uh one particular influencer I've seen on TikTok. I've been trying to find a way to get her on, but I haven't had any luck. Now, even Doctor Greer is aware of this incident. She was streaming the press conference through her TikTok, right?
2: Right.
1: Right as they got to that marine with the Masonic pins on his suit, mm-hmm. TikTok shut it down for misinformation. <laughs> so almost a, a few, quite a few thousand people were watching it through TikTok, and yeah. they shut it down. And to yeah. which she also makes kind of a valid point, and you kind of have to wonder ourselves when you really think about it. What the hell else is going on that revealing aliens is the lesser of two evils? You know, I ab- truly ab- think,
2: yeah, I, I truly think that the world is about to change for the worse. I think there's going to be a few years, a few years more than that. It's just darkness on this planet. I think we're, in, I think, yeah, I think we're, yeah, I think we're heading into war. I'm going to say that right now. I think we're already at war, we're ushering that because we're sending them stuff. When you go out to Europe and stuff? But I think it's going to go down with Taiwan. And honestly, there's a lot of videos out there. And this is, I'm going to say this there's a lot of videos out there that people say, no, there's US military moving through cities in America. Right. And then there was one, you ever, there's one, the new TikTok, and it's all the Ospreys flying together right mm-hmm. that was an air show that mm-hmm. was an air show right i researched it yeah it wasn't it it was no training it was an air show
1: yeah no i've had a couple of yeah. people try to no we've actually yeah. just had an air show here not too long ago and there's been people trying to say to go to their training there you can you, can you it's like it's an air show yeah it's usually not very all that exciting to be completely I, honest. I'm
2: also going to say, I'm also going to say this they're going on about how there's armored vehicles getting shipped across America. If you look at some of the armored vehicles, you can tell that they're old armored vehicles and they've got the old camo for the desert. Mm-hmm. And what usually happens is the ship move to a yard to get refitted and repainted, right? And but I, do, I will say this there is something about to go down, there is something biblical that's got to go down. I think it's going to change the world forever.
1: You know, the reason why I named this episode "What May Come" because a lot like what we did with Brett last night. Yeah, I think that needs to be a question. We close out some of the interviews centered around uh, UFOs because I did se- send a message out, hopefully to get Robert Kennedy on to talk about you know some of the his stuff. He's been getting targeted for. Yeah. Gotta be an amazing fuck conversation.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do feel that the world. I'm going to say this. See, the I'm going to say this. Here's a prediction I'm going to bet you the banks crash. Yeah, I bet you, I bet you in the next couple of years, there's no such thing anymore as paper money. Hmm. And I'm also going to say this, and I've seen reports say I didn't believe it, but I know people that have seen reports of this. I'm not going to mention it. You know the jibby-jabby thing that you get in your your arm. Have you seen that they've been doing it to fruit and vegetables?
1: Yeah, you've been bringing it up on the last couple of shows we had airtime.
2: Yeah. And honestly, if you live out there and you're watching this, See, when you go to buy your produce and stuff, please go to your local farmer's market and buy your stuff. That's what I do.
1: they want it to be a lot more effective about distribution, they would easily just insert it into <laughs> high fructose, corn syrup, because what doesn't <laughs> have that nowadays?
2: Exactly. But I, I think we're entering the state now that even our food isn't right. Our food doesn't even taste the same anymore. I mean, I went to a supermarket the other day and I got some corn, Ken Corns in the cob. Mm-hmm. And they tasted like cardboard. I see, I'm i serious, they tasted like cardboard. Then I went to the local farmers market and I got some for there. And they were totally different. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of genetically modified stuff. So if you are watching this, guys, you are listening to this, guys, support your local farmers. Support your local farmers. And buy their stuff It might be a wee bit more expensive But I'll tell you something new It's going to be a lot better for you Oh
1: yeah You
2: know what I mean And honestly guys Be ready because I do think something's coming I don't know if it's going to be an alien invasion I don't know if it's going to be World War 3 But I think it's going to be a bit of both I don't
1: know and I've been seeing a lot of people freaking out over Bluebeam. It's like ever first off, the the good guys have yes, we'll see that because that tech's already been utilized. I mean, have you seen the videos going around of Dubai with all the floating the wheels? Yeah, I've
2: seen
1: that.
2: I, I find mean, that spectacular. That. That, That's actually spectacular. Though.
1: Yeah, but if you actually pay attention, you know, this could easily be something overlooked by the number of people who are having
2: just that...
1: Deco- 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 Just as you mentioned, TikTok shutting down the girls' video, your your podcast stopped on my phone just like that. What
0: the hell?
1: Yeah.
2: Edge shows you AI. Good to love it sometimes.
1: Which would be interesting to see what happens because next week, especially, <clears throat> I'm just saying, with the whales, if you look carefully. You can tell they're computer-generated. The graphics aren't that good. But I will be interested to see what happens next week. We are going to be oh, doing yeah. the Neil Story interview pre-recorded, just you know, to yeah. accommodate his the schedule a bit. So we'll be dropping that one on Sunday. But mm-hmm. that's Saturday before. We actually have someone coming on who was on the panel for the 2001 conference, Dr. Greer held, Dan Willis. Yeah, no. And we mentioned... I know we mentioned Elena a lot. You know, my mother thinks I have a crush on her. I've done it so much. Hey, it, 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 it. hey, what? She, she, she's a beautiful, intelligent woman, and I'm honored to call her my friend. That's they
2: call it, it this motherfucker. Love, on the other hand, Real, th- did, did your mother actually think that I'm going to mention your mama? She's
1: actually, she's actually said that to me to my face.
2: Well, if you look. I think the two of you make a gay couple.
1: No, I have... A, I'm, I'm married, a man. A young you're man, a young mother, man. Mother, motherfucker, you're going to get me in trouble with my wife. <laughs> 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 it's okay. But anyway, Fine. Saturday, we had Dan Willis coming on to talk about a lot of his research, everything that's going on. And, you know, obviously, Elaine is probably going to be coming up in that conversation because he does keep track of a lot of her testimonies. And it backs up the fact that if anyone's worth listening to, it's her.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm should say something
1: considering some of the individuals Dr. Greer had his on his press conference actively try to talk shit about her.
2: I know. I, I'm very disgusted about that.
1: I know. I was going to try to reach out to some of them. It's like first off, I understand. I can level if you have disagreements. But the level of fucking shit. See, yes, Dakota has morals, despite what some people try to say.
2: I'm going to. I'm going to say this. Elena does amazing work, right? Mm. Absolutely amazing work. And there's people out there that are jealous. I want like to say a bad word, but I'm not going to. Are very jealous. They're very, very jealous. I'm being proper here, and I think they're just jealous. To be honest with you, and. I that guy that you're talking about the, the, is it the guy in the blue jumpsuit it looks like you can the guy I'm talking about When the the very end with the badges. Mm, th- Aye right, I think right. the, right, the, the guy for the cold place. Aye, right, right. yeah, the, the Antarctica but, guy, yeah. That was him. That. That's him. And I I believe Alena Melden, I believe him. All right. What
1: Anybody else just see that white flash of light that was right behind me?
2: No, is it your wife coming to give you a slap in the face because you were talking about Elena?
1: Hey, she likes Elena. First off,
2: <laughs> Can we, I wish I, that, I wish. I, that I don't know. Oh, oh, uh, Slapping I
1: know. Wouldn't that be funny?
2: know, <laughs> you know when I when I put my hand towards it. You could drag something <laughs> up. You put a string down below, and a big hand comes. It.
1: I don't know. Just have it to where like. I go to offer you a drink, hand you across the screen, and you just grab it, you
2: know? Yeah. I will yeah. say this to you, but TikTok, I don't think TikTok has got long left before it's gone.
1: Yeah.
2: Because it's got to well, get shut down.
1: They're going to try to.
2: Yeah. It might, let's face it, it's really, like, absolute utter pish. That's my Scottish community. It's coming out in absolute art. I don't think I've ever seen anything. Either there's maybe a couple of things on it. But the amount of, like, violence that's on it, the amount of, like, sexual content that's on it, and I, I just I just don't know what's happening with so us. That's all, the gosh.
1: guy who left the comment about my penis size on one of our Look,
2: videos. You videos. Sh- I couldn't help it, guys. Why don't you tell everybody before we end the live about what the comment was and what I put?
1: Uh, he was saying that he needed one that would be in centimeters because it would be a lot more accurate for him. Wow.
2: Just remember, Elena. Very small.
1: I don't think he listened to a damn word I said. just said.
2: What did you just say?
1: <laughs> I said that you said you were needing one in centimeters so it would be more accurate for you.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when your friends are looking. See, but we can't all blame them, you know. You can't all be that bad, you know. But honestly, when you go to that Orlando thing, you need to do the time warp again.
1: Dude, let's
2: do the time warp again. you can getting
1: on the you? You have to jump I'm already going to be pushing for time, just flying out there.
2: Oh, but yeah, there's a disco at night. You've got all the old women. What's the old woman that you've been chatting up? Yeah. They'll be waiting and on and you. See, see,
1: ladies, see <laughs> how he talks about you.
2: I, I see, remember, you y'all, was, y'all, was, y'all, y'all want to call me? me?
1: Yo, y'all y'all, 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 y'all trying to me, call me it, the asshole. Okay, you call me the asshole. Some of the shit he says, he says, at least me? I'm upfront about my remarks. The shit he talks know, about you know by people to, behind do their do back.
2: Do you know what he says? Do you know what he says to me? All the older women will be waiting on me. Mm-hmm. No, I just don't. Th- I respect you. I respect you. And this man needs to teach the lesson in Orlando. Really does. I think we should all grab him
1: don't threaten me with a good time.
2: <laughs> you know you're just inventing something else when he's saying that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. It's, 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 oh. I will say... Without... Like, he's getting off your registration,
2: isn't he? He's thinking Yeah, about...
1: blood pressure does that well when you deal with someone like this. <sighs> aye,
2: he's going to do it with the lassies and the healings there, aye. Don't you not, worry? We find a hairy one for you. Now maybe Pete in the chat will be able to are... find you a bigfoot or something like that. I, mean, I assume you never really see a, a female bigfoot do you I've never, never. Yeah, you do. Really? Never, yeah. Oh, yeah. male? And you,
1: know? and you would you would love it like your National Geographic, you know, stash. Just fucking mm. get a Cinemax or something.
2: What's that? What? Wow, we should probably end the show
1: before we really go off the rails.
2: No, what was he a about? Where is it? Oh, wow. I never you broke up for me. They said you should really get it up. Yeah, that's what you said.
1: No, you should get your just get yourself a fucking skin of Try to get stop beating your rocks off at National Geographic,
2: <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, and ladies. I, ladies I have, and have to, to say that because anyway.
1: I'm in National Geographic. I he's in.
2: I seen the. Mo- oh, somebody spotted the monster. I see there's a new picture of, of the Loch Ness monster. Oh, really? Aye, the have to monster, of, Aye, it came out in the murky water. Aye, it came
1: out. It
2: did. Uh, just honestly, just for mad, mad. We, we better get get end the show
1: because we're going off the road. Drew, why it's do you always come in last minute?
2: <laughs> goodbye it's, everyone it's i will like see everyone. you all in the spaceship
1: uh, let's we'll, we'll, we'll see you later because
0: we're already going way off track i'll be in the dance hall thanks for tuning into the bald and bonkers show if you enjoyed the show and want to show your support head over to our website at baldandbonkers.net there you'll find our merch services and more thanks for being part of the